Welcome to Optimal Self, the art of becoming the best version of you. Here's your host, Jeremy Herriter. So, what lights your soul on fire? <laughs> well, welcome. Guess what? You would be so shocked at how many people cannot answer that simple question. What lights your soul on fire? But I'll tell you what, just stay with me for the next couple minutes. Don't leave, stick around, listen really quick. Let's reverse engineer it together. Because what we're really saying, what we're really talking about is a thing in sports and that high achievers, and they call it flow state. You've probably heard it. You've probably seen it. If you watched The Last Dance on Netflix, they used to talk about when Michael Jordan used to get into that flow state. Even Michael talked about the, the basket looked like it was three times as large as it was, where everything just felt in flow, in motion. So what is it? Well, simple as this, it's when you are fully absorbed in what you're doing. When your complete mental state is present, your entire soul in being is in it. But let's be really clear. The medical dictionary describes it as an altered state of consciousness in which the mind functions at its peak. Time may be distorted and a sense of happiness prevails. If that doesn't just spark your interest, if that doesn't just light you up right now thinking, holy cow, how do I get there? How do I get, how can I continually get to that altered state of consciousness, which my mind functions at its peak? It comes down to presence. It comes down to being present in moments. But here's what I want you to understand. It's not just for sports. It's not just for writers and high achievers or acting, whatever. It's not just for them. It's for us, the everyday people. How do we get there? How do we get ourselves to that flow state? How do we light our soul on fire where that sense of happiness prevails? Truth is, everybody has been there at some point. That's the truth. If you really think back to it, you think about this time, and I'll ask you right now, I want you all to take a second and ask yourself, when was a time in your life when you had the most energy, maybe the most fun, something that was just incredible? And then I want you to, I want you to go back there. I want you to feel it, really feel it. Because that's what we need to duplicate. I say this all the time in my coaching class. I say, listen, tell me right now what lights your soul on fire? Because let's do more of that. And even if it's in another business, so here's the thing that most people don't understand is that we want to have more. We want to have wealth. We want to, we want to build wealth and we want to have nice things and we want to, whatever it is. But here's what I'm telling you. You can't have it in work and business if you can't create it in your regular life. Because how you are here is how you are everywhere. And so when I can create it, when I can get to that amazing flow state, when I can get to that altered state of consciousness so that my mind is functioning at its peak, it's now duplicatable in my work. It's now duplicatable in my business. It's now duplicatable in my relationships. Because here's what we have to do. We got to find the things that light us on fire, that light us up. And then we got to continuously do more of that. 
Do you know what's really amazing is this quote unquote flow state is actually only happens to most humans, even at its peak for maybe 60, 90 minutes at a time. You see, most people think they're going to live in this state. That's not true. And so then we end up chasing something that's not true, that's not real. What I want you to understand is that you have the power. Again, you living in that altered state of consciousness, when you, when your mind is at its peak, you are at your optimal self. You are now creating the best version of you. And the best version of you is what's going to get and, and, and get you everything that you want in your life. And it's all ready in you. You don't have to be anybody else. You don't. You don't have to go find myself and get all this woo-woo shit. That ain't true. Don't even think about it. You have the opportunity to create yourself. And it starts with just simply taking that moment and figuring out what is important. What is the thing that just, again, I'll ask you the question, what is the thing that lights your soul on fire? What gives you energy? What makes you feel? Where is it? And when you do it, it's like, oh my goodness, I love it. Let's do more. I always tell the story, there's two times in my life. And one of them, I was a 16-year-old kid, and I got a job, my first job ever. And it was to work for the Parks and Rec. And they had these summer camps for kids. And, and you had to be 16. I turned 16, and I got a job. And we worked with these kids. Our group were eight and nine-year-olds. And I remember just having that opportunity, not that much older than those kids. I remember there were two little boys, and they, they were constantly bickering and fighting. And we went and went to them. They were about to kick them both out of it completely. My superiors were, were obviously older. They were in their 20s. They've been doing this a long time. They're like, you know, enough is enough with these kids. And here's this 16-year-old kid. And I said, hey, can I, can I have a chance? And they were like, yeah, kid, go for it. So I take these two boys and we go for a little walk. And I sit them. I'm sitting in between them. And I literally look at him. I'm like, hey, what don't you like about him? He's like, wait, what? Well, tell me, what don't you like? And the kid literally tells me, he's like, oh, I don't, it's, it's not, I don't, I don't, nothing. I'm like, hmm. So I asked the other kid, hey, what do you, what don't you like about him? What don't you like? And he gave me, he gave me an answer that, that was, oh, I, I don't like that his baseball team is, is better than mine. Hmm. So there's, so there's a, there's a little bit of a jealousy factor. It's like an eight, nine year old kids. And so they're bickering and fighting and, and almost getting kicked out of camp over a jealous fight. So then, then the other kid said, oh, he doesn't like that. Well, I don't like this, right? And then they, and then they, they go back and forth. I said, well, wait a second. So really, it's not anything about the person. They are mad at his team. So we go back and forth. And from that moment forward, they became great friends. They were, they were awesome. And the adults that were running this thing came back and asked me. They were like, what the hell did you do out there? I said, no, I just had a conversation. Just talk to him. Just asked them what they didn't like about each other. Then I asked them what they did like about each other. And then we went on and here we are. And they were fine. The rest of the camp, six more weeks or whatever it was, they, they, they had an awesome time. Actually, both those kids, you know, became pretty tight with me and we, we ran around. Obviously they were both baseball players. So that was right in my wheelhouse. We had, so I had some fun with them. I say that to you for this reason. Cause when you ask me what lights my soul on fire, that kind of stuff lights my soul on fire. 
that's what it is. I'll give you one more before we break here today. And I, and I want you guys to think about what lights you on fire. Find that moment. And I tell the story, I owned a gym back in the day and there was a lady, we used to do these, we used to do assessments with everybody who walked in and we, and I would sit down with them and we'd go through, what are your goals? And her goal, weight loss goal, or this goal, or I got a wedding coming up or we're going on vacation. I need to lose weight or I need this, whatever. And that was very common for it to be that. She said, I want to do a damn pull up. I said, really? She said, ever since I was a kid, I was always the fat kid in gym class. I've never been able to do it. I'd see these girls jump up and do it. She said, I want to do a pull-up. And I'll mind you, she was probably a good 50, 60 pounds overweight. And so that was part of it, right? But that wasn't her goal. Her goal was just to, just to do a pull-up. So we started working on things, you know, her shoulder mobility, some back strength, some lat strength. We worked on some things, had nothing that had everything to do with a pull-up, but not an actual pull-up. And we practiced on some other ways. And again, she started, she had a super motivation. She wrote it up on the wall. We had a big wall that has a chalkboard and, and you get to write on your, what your goal is. And she wrote it in there and you could see the look on her face and she was so convicted to it. And over time, a few months go by, she's starting to lose weight. She's getting a little stronger. She, she's getting a little better with the, with the bands and she's doing everything that it came. We're about seven months in and she comes in one night teaching the night class, uh, like six o'clock class, usually pretty full. She comes in and she's like, Jeremy, I think today's the day. I said, okay, day for what? She's like, I think I'm ready for a pull-up. I said, really? Okay. And I'm never going to turn anyone around. So I told her, get over there. We had a section, right, where she could work on the bands, get her shoulders nice and warmed up, get her lats nice and loose, get everything ready to go. She knew the program. She knew the protocol. So we're, we're warming up the class. And here we go. And she comes back over and she's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And you just see the class stop. Everybody turns around. There's only about 20 people in there. And they all kind of stop what they're doing. They stay their distance a little bit. I said, okay, what? Walk me through it. She's like, okay. And it was a chin up, so it's a reverse grip. So she, she's like, I'm going to reverse grip. I said, okay, good extension, right? What do we do first? She's like, I'm going to lock in my shoulder. Okay. She's like, I said, all right, you got it. Let's go. She jumps up and she grabs onto that bar. She's at full extension and she starts pulling. And I mean, about halfway through, it looked like she was shot out of a cannon. Boom! Chin over bar. And, and you just see this look on her face. Her eyes get so big. <gasps> She drops, she drops down, she lets go. She runs over, jumps on me, literally that, 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 that full hug, right? With the legs and the arms, right? And, and I'm like, oh my God, the, the people in the class start cheering. Everybody's going crazy. They come over, they're high five her. She's hugging, tears coming out of her eyes, tears coming out of my eyes. Like, I don't even know why. I'm like, holy shit, right? And I've sat there and that night was a very paradigm shifting moment for this reason. Everybody leaves and the class is over and I'm sitting down in my office going over the, the night paperwork and getting everything done and getting everything ready for the next morning. And I have this just unbelievable feeling inside of me that I'm like, this is crazy. This is amazing. I'll tell you what lights your soul on fire. My soul was on fire. And I knew in that moment that life is bigger than our own goals. Here's the caveat to that story. That afternoon at 12 o'clock when I do my training, I actually deadlifted 500 pounds, weighed 182 pounds. My goal on the goal board that she wrote on, I had my own goal of 500 pounds. That afternoon, I had lifted 500 pounds. Same thing, got some high fives from the people, my training partners, I was pretty pumped. And I'll be honest with you, I walked over, I crossed it out, 
and I put 525 on there. It lasted about 10 seconds for me as fulfillment. You see, achievement isn't what it's about. It's about what you can do for others. That's where fulfillment lies. So I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to give it to you here. What lights your soul on fire? What can we do to keep that burning inside of you? And again, remember, flow state only lasts for about an hour, an hour and a half a day or, or in that time frame. But if we can start getting into it in every aspect of our lives, we can then take it into the next aspect of our lives. So what happened to me was I realized that night what lit me up more than anything else is helping people achieve their goals. That's what we're here to do. That's what optimal self is. To give people the opportunity and the understanding that they have the power to not find themselves, but the power to create themselves. They have the power inside of them right now, just like you do right here listening to this, to be the best version of you. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anything slow you down. So join us. I love it. But I'm asking you today, don't leave this here without thinking to yourself for a couple seconds. Take a couple minutes to yourself when we shut this off and ask yourself, what lights my soul on fire? Go do more of that. All right. That's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, OptimalSelf.today is ready for you. We'd love for you to be a part of the group. We have a private group, a private Facebook group, and a private Wednesday group that you are all absolutely positively invited to. But it takes you to join in. So hope to see you there. All right. Have an awesome, awesome night. And get out there. Subscribe to Optimal Self wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. For more information on how to be the best version of you, visit OptimalSelf.today and follow at OptimalSelf1 on Facebook, at Optimal underscore Self on Instagram, and subscribe to Optimal Self on YouTube. Thank you for listening.